Hello everyone and welcome back again to the Working Within podcast with me, Charlene, your host. Um, this is episode six and I am so excited to be talking to y'all today and even more ins- excited to bring on my close friend, Marina Dakotis. Um, before we welcome her, I just want to thank everyone so far for their support of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in to last episode with Drew. Thank you for booking services. Thank you for reaching out and sharing your questions and ideas. Thank you just for engaging with this content. It's been so awesome to see how the community has grown. And so um, I, that's all thanks to you all who believe in the, the messages and the conversations that we're having. Also, happy Aries season. It, we are back to the beginning of the Zodiac and what a story to be told this year, I'm sure of it. Aries season is bringing this bold, passionate energy to all of us. And so I'm excited to again hear any reflections from you all on how this season is starting out for you. What are the new things that you're doing? Maybe you saw me talk about this on my Instagram, but um, it's really a great time for new projects, new energy, and for honestly impulsive decision making. So I encourage that for all of you. And I'm excited to see how that pans out for y'all the next 30 days. Just make sure you take the leap when it comes. So for the next few weeks, because Aries season is here, I'm definitely going to be inviting guests who have more Aries placements in their big three, starting with Marina. Um, But I don't want to, you know, dive too deep before she gets here. So I'll let her do the explaining. But this week on this episode, we're actually going to be talking about expressing yourself, digging for the truth and telling the truth. Um, So how do you all figure out, you know, what parts of you you can bring to what spaces? What keeps you from bringing yourself and showing up as yourself in some spaces? And how can you, you know, anchor and trust your own voice more in those moments when you feel like, you know, your voice is not welcome or being silenced. Marina is going to have a lot of thoughts about this. She is really blunt in that way, and I'm so grateful for her for that reason. Um, There's no BSing her, so let me just say that now. And she does not BS, so she's the perfect person to talk about this. Um, And she's also just hilarious, so I'm excited for y'all to hear from her. Um, But again, I'll let her tell it. I'll stop rambling now. I just want to thank you all again so much for your support. You can always connect with me, text me, call me, beat me, you know the drill, my website. You can also visit my Instagram at Charbucks, message me there, see the content and stuff I have going on over there because I'm trying to um, get that bustling as well. So without further ado, let's recenter. Take a few breaths. And let's get started. Wow. Marina, welcome. Oh, thank you. Wow. I gave a little bit of an intro. I was just saying that you have some Aries energy going on, but (laughs) I would love for you to introduce yourself to the people. Okay, great. Um, Yeah, I'm Marina. I... um, I've been friends with Charlie for how many years now? Five years. Long time. Long time. One of Charlie's longest running friendships, and I'm proud of that. Um, yeah, I. So I'm a Sag Sun, Aries Moon, Leo Rising. Mm-hmm. Um, all fire. And a bonus fact 
for the listeners um, about my chart is that <laughs> I have no earth placements and only one water placement. The rest is fire and air. So <laughs> um, it's all chaos. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm really excited to be here. We're excited to have you. And yes, listeners, the fire is what makes this such what will be such an interesting conversation i'm sure of it um marina is no bs as i said already but okay about me like people always are like you have really strong opinions you're really straightforward with your opinions you're so and i just don't in my head that's not one of my like (laughs) defining (laughs) things um but it's just interesting that like yeah, it's just interesting how, how people perceive you can be so different than how you perceive yourself. Oh, yeah. And there's going to be plenty of perception. Okay. Going yeah. <laughs> yeah but, but no, definitely. I mean, I feel like that is something about you that's really special. So embrace it. But also you embrace it anyway. So I'm going to have to tell you to do that. <laughs> okay. I want to know. I want the listeners to know as well. Um, how do you share Marina with the world? Like... How, how do you go about being like, this is who I am. This is what I want to communicate. These are the things I believe. How do you do that? Yeah, wow. I was thinking about this question, um, like the way you had originally asked it was like, how do you express yourself? Like, how do I convey to other people externally what's important to me, what I like, what matters to me? Um, and I think there's like a bunch of different ways I do that. Like. I think you can split it up kind of into different categories. So like, for example, like appearance wise, um, something that's really important to me is um, hands. I've always just been really interested by, I'm always drawn to people's hands. Like I notice that about other people. Um, I think hands are really expressive. And so like that to me has always been a way that I express myself, like my rings or um, my nails even. Like I feel most myself when my rings are on and I have dark nail polish on. Like anything else just doesn't feel like me. Um, But I think like appearance wise, like there's a lot of ways that you can express yourself, but that's a big one for me. Um, Another big one is when I was thinking about it is like being a good friend. Like I think the way that I am in a friendship is something that's really important to me um, and really important that others notice about me, I think. Um, so just being like a giving person and a giving friend, I think is how I express like a big part of who I am. Um, because I think surrounding myself with people who I, I really connect with, I think is like so much about, um, so much of what makes my life feel full. Mm. So I think is a big thing. (laughs) For better or worse, I think I express myself through argument. Um, I love to argue with people. <laughs> Happy Aries season, everyone. <laughs> so yeah, that's a that's certainly a big one. I love to be right. So I will argue about pretty much anything. Um, <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> so yeah, maybe not the healthiest one all the time, but um, I love to learn. So I think that like engaging with people in that way is like something I enjoy doing yeah I feel like those are the big ones what do you like to argue about or what gets you going most hmm yeah um I mean specifically 
Um, <laughs> the big one has always been um, prison abolition. Um, <laughs> that. <laughs> that, that had to be mentioned. That, that's something I'm always arguing about. But when I say argue, it's like, I there's only certain people that I feel comfortable like being that way with. I, I feel most myself when I'm like around people who I feel comfortable like expressing my really strong opinions to. I feel like I, I don't do that with everyone, I think. So I think that's something that, that's like a really clear marker to me. Like when I feel comfortable with someone or like when I, when someone is really important to me is like when I feel like I can engage with this person in like literally any kind of conversation, even if I think it's gonna be like controversial um, and like still feel comfortable like expressing those opinions. But I also feel like I'm really passionate about expressing my opinions about like, like pushing back against like traditional I don't, markers of success or marker like things that we feel like we're supposed to do in life or supposed to be in life or act a certain way. I feel like I'm always like pushing back on those things. Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> and like talking to people about that. Like I just had a really interesting conversation with my roommate recently about how like, I always make like an active effort to not let somebody where, for example, where somebody went to school or like the job that someone has influence my opinion of like how smart they are or like how much they've achieved. I feel like um, I've learned a lot from you and I should have said this earlier in the way that you do push back on things. I think when our friendship started, uh, well, we were both in very different places, <laughs> but uh, I think you just always had such a critical eye on the world around you in like a really intellectual way, really like thought provoking way of like, well, actually does this have to be like this? And thinking about all the systems that we want to abolish and the things that are kind of like messed up in the world, you always have had a really, I don't know, like deep thought and analysis about them. So I appreciate you for bringing that space into my life, but <sighs> yes. When you push back, I'm wondering, and when you have your strong opinions, um, what, yeah, what are the things that make you feel like you need to silence them? What are those types of triggers or barriers or you're like, oh man, like this is something I can't bring myself to, or this is something that this person does not want from me? I think that I can get really in my head about how I'm being perceived by other people. Leo um, rising. <laughs> so I think that around people I'm really comfortable with, like I'm very talkative and open and like, I'm open with my opinions and what I think. Um, but around like new people, like people I don't know very well, um, I find myself getting like, almost like feeling really self-conscious about how like other people are perceiving me. Um, so much so that I think I get in my own head and I spend so much time like worrying about that, that I like become quieter. Um, and I don't like share those parts of myself and express myself in those ways. Um, which is something that I've like, really been trying to work on recently um because something that i've kind of learned about myself in this past year during the pandemic when like we're not like around other people and connecting with new people as much um that like that's something that's really important to me um and i always considered myself an introvert like as someone who didn't want to connect with people like i wasn't as interested in meeting new people like i was fine having small like groups of friends um and what I've kind of learned about myself is that it's like, 
I really do like thrive off of connecting with people, sharing my opinions, like letting that part of myself show. Um, but I just like, it's my own like insecurity sometimes that like holds me back from doing that. So I've like been trying to be more conscious about like working through that and like sharing an authentic version of myself and like people will either like that or they won't like that, but it's who I am. And like, I want to share that with people no matter what. That hasn't always been easy for me, but something that I want to work on. Well, so. You are working on it. You just said that. <laughs> I'm going to probe a little bit even more. Oh, great. <laughs> You know, I love that. <laughs> this is my favorite position to be in. Um, I'm wondering how, what does it look like when you're having a moment like that and you're like trying to either acknowledge it, work through it, notice it. What does that look like in your brain? I think it's like my, my initial thought is like, are people going to be interested in what I'm about to say? Like, I find myself being very like, is this something that people are going to respond to well or care about or... Um, how will this make them think of me? And so that I feel like more often than not up until now has kind of like resulted in me just like not, not voicing whatever thought I had or like not being as vocal in social situations or things like that. Um, but now what I try and remind myself of is that like, there is no evidence, like there isn't any evidence of like, me sharing my opinions to people and like being myself and being more open and that going badly. So like, why do I have all of these like mental models of like, I'm gonna share this and people aren't gonna like me or they're gonna think I'm boring or they're, they're gonna think this is annoying. Like I have nothing to suggest that that's true. So like, you know, like I don't need to, I don't need to keep thinking like that because like that's all made up in my head. Um, which is like obviously easier said than done. Cause like those thoughts can be really loud and it's like hard to turn that off. But yeah, um, yeah just trying to like remind myself like this isn't real. People like you, like. <laughs> we love you actually. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You've always made space for me to be my true self. Um, oh, and I do not. So I really value that about you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Wait, I want you all, I wish you all could see Rena and I talking because that whole time she was speaking, I was like, yes, yes. Like we love your ideas. Like, man, Marina like taught me how to think. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I'm sorry, that's not articulate. But honestly, like I came into school with such a, like Marina used, mental model of like what I should be doing. And <laughs> Marina didn't think that way. Um, and she's, she's actually radicalized me. So I really appreciated that about her. And she has strong opinions that I would love for her to allow to escape her mouth more often because more people can be transformed by her words and stories than she thinks. Yeah. <laughs> so if you had to categorize your voice, what would you say? You know how like writers have a voice? And in fact, I'm about to put you in the spotlight because you didn't talk about your writing at all. So um, what would you say is your voice? I, my thoughts can be pretty scattered, I feel like. I feel like I'm kind of all over the place all the time. <laughs> like there's a, yeah, there's like a lot going on. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I just love to be like thinking about a lot of different things and like a lot of random like disconnected things. Um, I feel like um, is what I'm interested in. But yeah, I haven't, 
I didn't write a lot in school, um, but I, the things I did write, I feel like, I felt like really proud of. Um, and I think that that's something that I've kind of thought about as I'm like thinking about what I want to do next. Um, like, I think the career I have now is not something that I want to do long-term. Um, and something I keep coming back to is just like, like it would just be so fun to write about people. Like to just, like, I love to listen to people and their stories. Um, so like literally a dream job would be just to be like one of those reporters that writes like really long profiles of people, um, I think would be so cool. Um, Cause I literally just love to listen. Even now I'm like totally rambling. Like my thought, <laughs> none of this is linear or in any way really answering your question, but um, as things pop into my head, I'm saying them, so. <laughs> this episode is about expressing yourself. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and yeah, that's true. This is how I do it. <laughs> how she does it. <sighs> okay, I was, the next question you kind of answered, so. I was gonna ask, what would you write about, if anything? And it sounds like stories of people. Yeah, I think so. What's Marina's story, though? God, I mean, we're still trying to figure that out. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think about like what I want my life to say. And I think kind of going back to one of the things I talked about earlier, like above all else, like, I like I just want to be a good friend to people like I want to have like good relationships that I like where I'm like yeah just like lifting up the other person and like being um being the best version of myself in whatever like relationship I'm in is just like really really important to me um and I think that like as I've now like started working and like living on my own um and feeling like maybe the exact work I'm doing right now isn't like fulfilling me in the way that I would like it to um and trying to figure out like what I want to do that will fulfill me the more I keep thinking about that like I don't think I want to make to try and make work the thing that fulfills me like I think the thing in my life that I want to be the most fulfilling is like my relationships with other people um so when I think about like my story and what I want that to be, like I want it to be about the people in my life and like not necessarily about like the things I do, if that makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> I feel like it's actually just, there's the push to make work something that fulfills us because yeah. if we can work and be fulfilled, then we will work harder and we will support all the capitalist notions and make money and exploit things and it turns into that. Exactly. It's like you have to find the perfect job, the thing you love doing, the thing. And it's like, well, the things I love doing aren't the things that I'm going to make money doing. And that's fine. Like I can work, sustain myself, and then like fill the rest of my life with things that make me happy and that I value. And like, that's not to say that like I should be miserable at work, but it's not like the be all end all of my happiness is like, what job do I have? Like, which like in my head, it was always like, I have to find the job that makes me happy and it's the best job ever. And it's, and that's so much pressure to put on something that like is only a small part of your life. Like, I don't want work to be my whole life. When did you realize that your beliefs were evolving from what you grew up around? Going to school, for sure. Being around so many people that were 
different than me um, and really different than the people I grew up with. Just like I think forced me to like look at things differently and like changed the way I viewed, I, I think like pretty much everything in my life, which is really, really cool. And something that I didn't expect to happen. And that's kind of, I feel like a theme that I'm, that I'm noticing recently is like these big moments in my life where I have like revelations about myself or I have like big changes in perspective. They're always caused by things that I like, like I'm never seeking it out. It's just like, oh, something happens and like, oh my God, like all of these things click. And like, I feel like going away to school was one of those big moments. Um, and this past year I've had a lot of big moments like that where I like discover things about myself or opportunities are presented to me um, that I never could have dreamed of um, and like have just completely changed my life. Um, which is so exciting because it's like, there's so much out there that we don't even know like exists. Um, and then when you do know that it exists, it just changes things. And it's so exciting to think that like, we just have a whole lifetime of that, like getting to learn and grow and like find out all these new things about ourselves. Like, it's so interesting because I think we're, we're taught to try so hard like you, like you have to try so hard at school. You have to try so hard at finding a job. You have to like work so hard for all of these things that are going to like create a successful life for you. But it's like, I feel like the most impactful things that have happened in my life um, haven't happened because of like, cause I got a good grade, you know? Like it's like just the things you learn along the way that are like so much more interesting and cool. Um, so it's like, why am I gonna focus on finding a job? Like, has that ever, what has that gained me in terms of like learning about myself? <laughs> She's on the quest for knowledge, y'all. But I think <laughs> that can be a critique of our whole education system. Like the whole social emotional learning movement, like that's all born out of the, the challenge of, okay, well math and science is not teaching people how to be better people or how to know themselves or how to pick a career. Like this is something that we're missing as we grow up, but then we funnel all these people to schools and we funnel them to these job placements. Um, and we're still all trying to figure ourselves out. So I'm glad that you mentioned that because I think a lot of life lessons should be pulled from those moments where you're not necessarily working or trying to achieve, but where your beliefs are being changed and like something being presented to you that's showing you, oh, this is where I should be headed now. Exactly, because it's like, we're not, like those things aren't, we're not taught to think about what would make us happy. Like, we're just told that if you like go to a good school and have a good career, you'll be happy. And it's like- Not true. It's not, <laughs> not true. <laughs> uh, we're here to break the news. Yeah, <laughs> you'll spend all your time chasing these things and then you have them and it's like, what? but I'm still not, like, I still don't know myself. I'm still not happy. And then it's like, wait, these things that I were told were gonna make me feel a certain way, don't. So now we're back to square one. Like. It's just wild. And I feel like that's why I'm like so, it's so important to me to like talk about, um, like when I say like pushing back on like the traditional markers of success and things like that, like it's because like, I realized for myself that they were so, they held me back for so long from like thinking about what I really wanted and like what would really make me happy. Um, because I was focused on like, getting into a good business school because then I could have a good job 
And it's like, if I had stopped and thought for three seconds, I would have come to the conclusion that that's not me at all. Like, and, and instead, you know, and it's like, but that was gonna make me happy and successful. Mm -hmm. And like, that's something that my mom would always say, like, happiness is something you have to find within yourself. Like you're, you're never gonna get it from other places. Um, you have to be happy with yourself. Yep. Like, you, if you're just ma making decisions because like, oh, this thing is gonna make me happy, I'll do this. Like, but if you're not happy with yourself and who you are, then like, it, it doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. And I feel like just now I'm like, finally like, really sitting with that and like accepting that that's true. Yeah. Uh, and trying to find the things that make me happy for no, like, for no other reason than it makes me happy. Like I'm not doing it to like gain something or because someone thinks I should. It's just like, no, I literally like doing this. Like mm -hmm. I like sitting here with this bead kit I bought from Amazon and making bracelets that have different foods on them, you know? Like for no other reason than because it's like fun. And like, that makes me happy. Like, just like, I don't know, like finding those things, like. Finding fun. Finding fun. Would you say you've always been finding fun or did something happen? Was it when school started? Um, I think I just get bored easily. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm always just look, looking for new random things to do. Mm. Um, I lose interest in things. Like, <laughs> so like <laughs> I run through a list of things like pretty, pretty quick. So. <laughs> And um, books. And books. Yes, I love to read. What are you reading right now? Right now, well, I, I recently, I've kind of gotten into this rhythm where like I have to have, like uh, reading two books at the same time. One of them is nonfiction, one of them is fiction. So that like I can like choose like <laughs> which one I want um, to read. So like right now I'm halfway through a book. Um, called We Do This Till They Free Us by Maryam Kaba, a prison abolitionist organizer. Um, it's just like a collection of like short essays, which is nice. Um, I really liked it so far because I feel like with prison abolition specifically, like people always, one of like the main pushbacks is like, okay, but like, what do you do with murderers? Like yeah. there's no prison, which like, it, it, for, first of all, I mean, there's so many holes in that argument. Like, we don't have yeah. to make this a prison abolition podcast. But, um, <laughs> but like, it, it, I feel like this collection of essays is like really centered around like why, like, what prison abolition actually is calling for beyond just like not having prisons, um, which is helpful because like I think that getting rid of prisons part is really clear. But what's not as clear is like what comes with that. So. I really like that. Um, and then I'm also reading a, a book called A Gentleman in Moscow. I just started that one. I'm only like a chapter in. Um, so yeah, Prison Abolition Book Club. That Marina will start that. <laughs> For any, any of the listeners who are interested, reach out. <laughs> Please. She knows so much about this, truly. Hmm. What have you found through reading? Like reading is just an outlet to learn about things that I otherwise would never know about, um, which is really, really cool. And yeah.
it's, I was thinking about this the other day, like why, why I like to read so much and like why reading is a pastime. Cause it, it is kind of just interesting to like, like sit and like read someone else's words. Um, but I think really good writing is just like so engaging. And it's so cool that like someone is able to like translate, translate their own thoughts in a way that like makes them so interesting to read. I think that like something that I always think like have a hard time with is I feel like I have all these thoughts um, and like random ideas, but pulling them all together um, and like being able to communicate them in a, in a succinct, like easy to understand way is like something that I think is difficult for me. Like even now I feel like with these questions, they are so vague and I have like all of these thoughts that I wanna share, but it's like hard to like, it's hard to convey them um, in like a way that I think would make sense to other people. And I think that like, really good writers that are able to do that, I think is so cool. Mm. Marina right now is describing the Sag complex of like being such a big picture thinker that you think it like doesn't make sense to anyone else. But I promise you there are people that, that will understand the way you think Marina. This podcast is an effort to make you believe that and <laughs> you speaking, I hope you are learning that you can be understood and people are listening to you and people understand the way you think and encourage the way you think and enjoy the way you think. So, but okay, I'll take it. <laughs> How would you characterize your voice as a writer or just in general? My voice? Ooh, they're different. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> my voice as a writer is completely different, for instance, from the voice on this podcast, I would say. Interesting. Um... Yeah, I well, the fragments, you can put them in place. That's what I do. No, <laughs> I put the fragments in place. You have Spiritual Charlie on the podcast. And you have Spiritual Charlie, I think, in social media a bit. But the voice of the writer, Charlie, um, is pretty dark. Pretty dark truth, I think. Um, like mm -hmm. exploring darkness, finding insight through darkness, being blunt about it in really striking ways. I think that's the type of voice I like to play with in writing. Cause I just get, well, I'm a drama addict. We know this, but <laughs> I love drama and I especially love it in my poems and writing. So whatever can get the message across the loudest, um, especially in a topic that people are uncomfortable with, that is what I love to play with. And so we'll see how that evolves. <laughs> Do you feel like more, more comfortable writing those things down like is it easier to be that dark and blunt on paper yeah would... okay yeah that makes sense yeah it's like a big secret on paper <laughs> <laughs> we can pretend it didn't come from you oh yeah absolutely and also i found that it's easy for me to write poems if i feel like they're to a person because it's like a secret so i can really talk in code then oh interesting so have like a really specific audience in mind. Yes. Hmm. But cool. we're growing out of that because you know, should <laughs> not be so freaking private all the time. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But what would you name this podcast episode? I don't know. I feel like a lot of my perceptions about myself recently have just, are just like being challenged. And it's like, wow, like 
I really need to do like a lot more um, introspection, I guess, which is something that I'm trying to learn from you. Uh, <laughs> I think you're so good at it. And I think that like for so long, I've just like accepted a lot of things about myself that aren't true. Um, yeah, fundamentally. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is so interesting because like we've been talking about, like I, I'm always pushing back on like different ideas and trying to think about new things. And I love to learn and like, but when it comes to myself and like how, um, how I view myself, like I don't, I don't act that same way. Um, like I'm very closed off to like being self-critical and like trying to understand myself. Um, and that's something that like, it, it's so important because again, like I just like, I want to feel like at peace with myself and like, like I'm being true to myself and like doing the things that matter to me. And like, so I'm just like trying to like be more self-reflective. Um, yeah, I feel like that's like another journey I've been on recently. Okay, Eva, sorry. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. I've seen, I've seen it happen, Marina. Like your rings, for instance. <laughs> that's a big deal like I love these and you're so happy when you wear them and I see it yes you've also just been I don't know you've been making choices that make you happier and those are all the steps that help that happen you know like you're listening to yourself when you're having experiences that are either wonderful or not wonderful and you're making the decisions according to that and, and that's level one so you are doing it oh Thank you. I appreciate that. Stop. Okay. <laughs> no crying on the podcast. Yes. Oh my God. What do you want listeners to take away from this? Any lessons that you feel like you've learned that you want to underscore that you've already mentioned? Because you've already said a lot of great things. Or anything that, you know, you're experiencing now is your journey with being true to yourself, bringing that truth to the world and living by your truth, like any words of wisdom you want to share or observations? Yeah, I think like, I think the, this is something that, these are all things I've kind of talked about, but just like really trying to like get to know myself um, has been so important to me recently. And I just think that like, really understanding who you are and like the things that matter to you um, is so important because then you can just like make, like it sounds so straightforward, but then it's like, you can just make the best decisions for yourself. If you know what makes you happy, what doesn't make you happy, like what's important, what's not important, like, you know, like areas you need to work on. Like, like I, I just never even gave myself the time to learn those things about myself. And so then like, of course I was making choices that weren't the best for me. So just like really taking time to like listen to myself and my thoughts, like has like truly changed so much about the way I think. I think just like in the past year, like having to be alone with my thoughts as much as I have had to be. She hates being alone, y'all. She hates it. I, literally, I hate it. That was a challenge for us because I'm obsessed with alone time. <laughs> Yeah, and I was always bothering Charlie, like, hang out with me. <laughs> not bothering, not bothering. Um, yeah, so, like, it, yeah, being alone has really forced me to um, have these, like, uncomfortable um, 
I don't want to say conversations with myself because I'm not talking, but like, yeah, like have these like uncomfortable moments with myself. But I think that's so important. So like making space for that, I just think is like, yeah, so necessary. Hmm. Alone time is the greatest gift for anyone, I believe. So I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah, it's hard, but for me at least, um, <laughs> it, it's very hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I don't know why, like, it, yeah. It makes me so uncomfortable to like, <laughs> to spend so much time thinking and talking about myself because in my head it feels like self-centered, which yeah. is so dumb. Cause it's like, I have to live in this body. So like, like, <laughs> like I need to think about myself. Yes. Like that's, that's literally normal. <laughs> you have to. And, to. and like, no one else is responsible for doing that. So you have to do it. You have to do it for yourself. Yeah. Cause no one else is going to tell you, like no one else can tell you these things about yourself. You have to come to the conclusion on your own. You know, someone can tell you a million times, like, and it won't matter until you come to the conclusion and you will never come to the conclusion if you don't let yourself. So yeah, big yeah. takeaway for me. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Me too, a writer. Go ahead. <laughs> I feel like it's the same, like l listening to these other podcast episodes, like with each topic that people talk about, like they talk about their own, like people talk about their own journey to like the conclusions that they've reached. Um, and it's always like, you find it within yourself, you know, like you have all these experiences, you go through a bunch of like hard times or like you make a bunch of the same mistakes and then finally something clicks and it's like, oh my God, like what have I been doing this whole, like I understand this new thing about myself or what I thought was right isn't right and I need to be doing this instead of that. Like, again, like it feels really straightforward, but it's like the more life you live, like you just like, it's like you keep building like a library of these experiences and like, they just teach you so many new things, which is like, yeah, like that's not revolutionary, but for some reason for me, that was like revolutionary to be like, wait a minute, like I should like maybe try and reflect and like think about what all these experiences that I've had mean for me and mean about me instead of just like having experiences and doing things without like thinking about the, like thinking about what's going on. <laughs> Fire sign energy. She's like, we <laughs> think about what's going on. <laughs> instead of living. Out for one second and <laughs> think about what's going on. <laughs> oh my God. But you yeah. No, Marina, thank you for taking us inside your world for this podcast. I know in moments it could have been uncomfortable or like really honest but that is the type of dialogue that I want to keep on this show because it matters because it's relatable and people can hear themselves in the words that you use like that doubt that we all have like yeah that's so relatable but it's so real and even more important to move past it so I think you know some of this podcast is just people validating themselves enough to realize yeah I am like doubting myself and yeah I can do more to release that doubt so Anyway, just thank you for bringing your reflections around self-expression, around self-belief, and around like learning lessons from life. This has been such a big picture podcast episode. I knew it would be like, we did not stay in, in topic and that is totally fine. We'll just be more creative with the title selection, but yeah, thank you for contributing and being yourself today. Well, thank you. Thank you for creating the space for me to do that. Yeah.
<laughs> Duh, it's what she's best at. Space for everyone. Making <laughs> space for everyone. Yeah. I will link Marina's social media if you want to connect with her. Follow her, reach out, be like, oh my gosh, I'm struggling with this too. Or like, oh my gosh, I love the words you use. Or, oh my gosh, you're awesome. Or, oh my gosh, yay. Like, send her all the love because um, she's a great person and yeah we've been through the ringer together aka school so um it's been an experience but thank you so much for tuning in this week we hope this week was just as cool for y'all as the last one and um we're looking forward to speaking with y'all again